They call it the Big Apple, New York, and Times Square is one of those places that may be on your bucket list of places to visit. Well, if you've seen the ad, maybe you have or you haven't, well, it shows Times Square. It's nighttime, and the hundreds of people are looking at dozens of screens. Q, digital art and images, created by Johnson Wetehira. Now, that was two years ago. Johnson went to New York. He was one of three design students that took part in the Chorus Digital Art Project. Now, Johnson is still very busy, and in his kete of creativity, he's added Māori alphabet blocks, a line of T-shirts, a whakarare typeface or font, and Māori-designed wallpaper. His latest exhibition, however, will be in the heart of a city, but not quite New York. This time it's Wellington's Courtney Place, called The Land of Tara. You're an artist, Johnson. How would you describe yourself, though? Is a, are you a digital artist, mixed media? Yeah, I would definitely say digital. Um, and I guess, you know, ideally, like, I've got this kind of this notion that one day maybe we can produce digital work that's kind of held up and revered, like tamoko or like for Kairo, it's, you know, you see a really beautiful carving, and that's a taonga. And I hope one day we can have design, Māori design, that people value just as much. So. Traditional versus contemporary, is that what you're talking about? Well, I, I think my mahi kind of bridges the gap, and, and what I do with all, even though it's all digital, which makes it contemporary, um, it's I, I really study the, the symbolism and the motif and imagery. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with, you know, finding the deeper meaning of these things, and then putting them back into my mahi. So in, in all of it, I never just throw a pattern down because it's Māori or Pacifica or anything. It's just, you know, that, that research... Um, I think is key to what I do and again it's like that kind of crosses that gap between making it contemporary and traditional. Without losing the significance or the mana or the meaning behind traditional art and how does it kind of transgress into contemporary into the contemporary world? Well I, th- I think it transgresses quite easily personally and it's just about um, using the right motif and imagery to support your concepts and also using motif and imagery um, you know, most of my work, I, I just look at the... All of the art has a story behind it. And, um, and all of the whakairo and all the patterns and forms found in those also have stories attached to them. Uh, for example, most carving is uh, connected to Tangaroa, through, um, particularly in Ngāti Pro being the deity who brought carving into the world. And a lot of the carving patterns are associated with Tangaroa, named La Unaunahi, which means fish scale, Mata Kuping, which means fishnet. So I just try and connect those stories behind the carving into the work that I do. I was always interested in art and design um, all through school and I always really wanted to get engaged with Māori design, um, especially through design school, but I I always felt like I couldn't touch it, um, that I shouldn't touch it, because I'd seen so many artists and designers um, do it poorly, you know, and seen Māori art and Māori art especially get appropriated and used and abused in kind of the commercial world with designers. So it wasn't until the very end of my my master's study that I decided I'm going to start doing Māori art. Well, looking, investigating Māori art. Um, my was so- there a fear? There was, there was a fear. There was a trepidation. And again, I just didn't want to be another person abusing Māori art or using it inappropriately. And that includes uh, Māori as well. In my master's, I started um, studying Māori art as a part of the, my master's project. And when I finished that, the supervisor who, who ran the school, amazing woman, Hazel Gamick, this is the Wanganui School of Design, she said to me, you need to go and see Bob in her American accent. <laughs> And I didn't know who Bob was, but she was talking about uh, Professor Robert Yanke, who's uh, head of Putahia Toy, Māori Art School in Palmerston North. It's part of Messi, yes. yes. Yeah. You met with him, and did your 
Māori ideas, I suppose, start to flourish then? Oh, totally. And I, you know, when I got to Putahi Aitoi, I, I kind of realised how a lot of my naive, a lot of my work was. You know, it's very different being in a Māori art school as opposed to being in a, a, a Pākehā design school, I guess. And also, you think, you, you know, you always think you know a lot until you meet someone <laughs> a lot smarter than you. And, <laughs> and then you're humbled. Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, but in, in terms of, I guess, just meaning, he just he just set the standard. I mean, he, his his doctoral thesis was one of the few that I could actually use as a template for my own doctoral research, and the standard in that is so high that, you know, it's, it's hard it's hard to um, to try and get there. But you know, it's really nice that there's another Māori artist and designer who's done that. You were selected two years ago from 131 applicants from the Chorus Digital Art Contest. So you went to New York. Yes, yes, I did. You, you yeah, created um, this Māori. Well, myself and um, and two other artists or two other designers went over, and I guess it, for, for Chorus it was behind this um, this campaign of theirs of of showing how uh, strong their ultra fast broadband capacity is. So, so the part of the showing is that they did it all live from New York and New Zealand, and they had a few places set up. I saw the competition about ten days before it uh, it was due. <laughs> you know, like like many other students, and thought I have a crack. You know, you got nothing to lose and. So the images you created were on in Times Square, shown on all the screens yeah. for four days. Yeah, like, yep, and they were shown uh, simultaneously. That was the really big thing. It was the first time that all the screens had been synchronised, and um, and that's that's a pretty huge. How thing. many screens in Times Square? Do, do you know? Well, I think there must be about fifty, maybe, and we had thirty-four of them at the same time. all around us and it's just unbelievable, totally unbelievable. To get that sort of recognition it's just priceless. I saw my name the size of a building. <laughs> I don't think you can say that every day. Really is a beautiful artwork, no doubt about it. I don't know how you manage to take over the boards but it's unbelievable. And, um, you know, every screen's a different resolution. It's in a different building on a different floor. So they had to kind of get into all these different things to, to make it happen. So it was, it was um, I don't know, it was a huge challenge. And they Highlight of it. your career? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just starting. But, you know, my friends were saying, oh, what are you going to do next, bro? You have to project on the moon or something? <laughs> okay, so, you know, this is, it's really nice to be able to do something like this in Wellington. Again, it's a, you know, super public space. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it means that my friends can see it. That's you know, right. they, walk, they can walk around the city. You don't have to be in Times Square to see it. You know. Johnson, let's talk about um, Land of Tara. There'll be light boxes here on Courtney Place. Now, I did read that they will imitate, or there'll be um, pictures of Tupuna Māori, like kupe yes. and toy. Can you yeah. tell us more about it? What I wanted to do is, um, is you know, Wellington, you know, the, the visual landscape of Wellington is, is very Pākehā. When I say that, I mean, you know, there's nothing Māori around us. So firstly, it'd be nice to do a Māori art project here. Um, and originally what I wanted to do is have Māori and Pākehā tūpuna here when I, when I went to the council with this proposal idea. My proposal was a little bit loose and they asked me to, to, to tighten it up. And um, I had a few friends help me out with that. But I found this awesome-ass document um, by Alsden Best called The Land of Tada, where the name came from. And in this Tada here, um, it's, it's, in this document, it's, it's full of whakapapa about the first tūpuna who came who came to, to Wellington, mm. the first ancestors, the first navigators who made that trip. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be yeah. awesome to put them in this space, you know, as a way of, you know, expressing um, that we're still here. So you can get an idea, this is what they're actually going to look like. These are all the, 
know, the big digital card popo figures, and this is Coupe. Now, I did read that um, you're starting off these images, and then over time, actually, you're going to be subtly changing them. Yeah, well, I, I changed them in the images in themselves. So as you can see on the Coupe, he um, he starts off looking very Pacific and Polynesian. Yeah. And as it gets closer towards our generations, I just thought it makes sense because these first Polynesian navigators were Polynesian. So the imagery that's on those figures would have looked more Polynesian than Māori. And then I thought it might have been nice to, you know, try and show the kind of this evolution from being Polynesian into Māori design. And that's why, you know, I've got a waka here and Niho Mango and these Cook Island and Pacific and patterns that I've started trying to use through it. And, like, it's a bit of a drizzly day today. <laughs> weather's, weather's not going to have any impact on how it looks? Well, I hope not. I mean, I need to talk to Mike about that too, but... Um, it's, it feels like it's going to be okay. Yeah. So how long did it take you to the complete this work, um, Johnson? I'd say it roughly took least 20 hours per image. Like, it takes a lot of time to... Um, it, it's mostly the research. Because whenever you're working with Māori art, you, um, you, know, you always feel a great responsibility and you, you never feel like you want to get something wrong, I guess. Um, but one thing I did learn that because the... Everyone's histories are so a little bit different. You know, everyone's whakapapa is a little bit different that it's if you you can't get it wrong in some ways. So right outside of James uh, St James Theatre, where you know it's it's very much um, a hub of where people go and check out shows. Walk what one meter out from the door doorstep yeah. in Courtney Place Park, and you'll see uh, Johnson Witzahira's work, Land of Tara, which opens Friday, the tenth of April. Man, it's noisy here. <laughs> Uh, well, Kitata Toku Mama, um, Ko Aotea Waka, Ko Wanganui Tawa, uh, Ko Rupe Te Maunga, uh, Ko Te Poawai Tango Hinukura, uh, Te Whare, Ko Tieke Te Marae, Ko Wanganui, um, Te Iwi, or Ko Tamahaki Te Iwi, uh, Kitata Toku Papa, uh, Ko Ngati Ngatuki Matawhaoro Te Waka, Ko Pū Ngatohara Te Maunga, ka, Ko uh, Mangatawai me, me Ōtawa Oku Awa, Ko Poku Rata Toku Marae, Johnson Thank you. Kia ora. Oh, kia ora. Now there are links to his websites on our page radioNZ.co.nz forward slash Land of Tara officially opened this past Friday.